What's up, wrestling fans? And we're back. It's the Inside Trip. I'm Brandon Olinger, alongside my partner in crime, Ben Watson. What up, what up, what up? You can catch us on Twitter at the Inside Trip one Send us an email to Gmail, I guess. TheInsideTrip1 at gmail.com. Is that what it means when you uh, when it's not... When it's gmail.com, that it's at gmail? I think so. I don't All right. Know. All right. Anyway, what's up, Were you a little up, nervous there? Were you a little nervous there on that one? No, man. <laughs> We've literally tried to record this intro like eight times. Yeah. What happens when you're holding a handheld microphone trying to get it up to you? We're, we'll figure it out at one point and get a track laid down. On you know what? Thing. I'll tell you what. All right, I'm We're listening. F- we are figuring things out. We are... I think we might be getting better each week. Sometimes I question that. But if there's one thing I know for sure, it's this. Our podcast is still better than the Big Ten Network's feed on Dual Meets. Oh, my goodness. That was terrible. It was horrible. The, the Ohio State versus um, Wisconsin feed, and then today when we're trying to Penn watch State, two Nebraska top five teams. Yeah, oh, my goodness. It ain't it ain't good, man. No. It, so, it, it ain't good. So, so how you been? So what up, what up? Nothing. Um, I've been great, dude. It's It's been a great week of wrestling. Got to watch my Buckeyes wrestle a couple times. Um, I, we're into Big Ten Dual Meet season, and we're also into um, – conference season you know we got a nice one tonight with uh, uh unc versus virginia <clears throat> tech the acc duels this is this i know i love the scuffle i love midlands but this is my favorite time of the year because it's easier to follow right you don't have to sit down and watch an entire tournament you can sit down like we did friday night and have three duels on at the same time and and that's i mean that if that's not life then i don't know what is i love it i love it so anyway, before we kind of get into talking about some of those duels, um, quick note: Did you see that women's Olympian Haley Aguello of King University? I think we saw her at the All Star meet, right? But she did wrestle she the All Star meet, meet right? yeah. She bumped up two weight classes, took on her former roommate. I think it's Megan Black from McKendry. Anyway, uh, this was at the uh, multi-divisional national duels in women's college wrestling. So she bumps up two weight classes, takes on her former roommate, and she gets stuck. I saw that she got stuck. I didn't know anything else about that until you told me right before we started to record. So you're saying that – how do you bump up two weight classes? Because I know in college it's hard – I don't. I mean, what, did she weigh in at the one weight class above and then bump up? I don't, for, I don't have for, any of those for weight class. Because you know, obviously if they have the same like certification dropping process, then you have to make sure that you don't weigh so much. So to keep her – you know, to keep her certification at her mm-hmm. weight class, she would have to weigh in very close to that mm-hmm. and then – bump up than the, the two ways the rules can't be the same because i watched the match on youtube and i'm pretty sure she wasn't wearing headgear now okay. the other girl was um, the, the i don't think haley was so I, the, the rules have to be different but anyway uh, <clears throat> yeah i guess it's, that's not the story yeah, that's, that's not the point her her bumping up two weight classes i don't care that she got pinned i love it i absolutely love it she bumped up two weight classes. What was the girl ranked that she wrestled? I think she was ranked number two, I think. I don't follow women's wrestling as close as I should. I'm sure. sorry. Sure. Well, um, you know, I But understand. I do think she was uh, number two in the country. Um, so Haley bumps up to take on you know, the tough opponent. She gets pinned, but I love it. And I wish we would see more of it in men's oh, wrestling, but we don't. I'd love it. You know, and we never will. Maybe like a Jaden Cox bumping up to wrestle a Kyle Snyder. Yeah. Maybe a Gabe Dean bumping up to wrestle a Jaden Cox. We would, yeah, that's the type of stuff that that you know those are the type of matches that if we're talking about making money in this sport in terms of selling the sport, those type of matches you need to see. Right. I mean, yeah. But and I'm not concerned it, about Haley Gello bumping up two weight classes. And remember, she wrestles up compared to her Olympic weight. Right. Her Olympic weight is 48 kilos, which is like 100-something pounds, like real low. Mm-hmm. And I think she wrestles 114 mm-hmm. in college. So then well, bump no. up twice there. Yeah, and 
as much as we want to see it on the men's side, we'll never see, you know, at least not often Why is that? men doing that. I mean, think about it. How often do we complain in dual meets or tournaments, coaches holding guys out? I know, but it happens in high school. Back in the day, remember when Taylor bumped up to wrestle uh, Lance Palmer and beat him in a duel? St. Uh, Paris Colin Grand, Palmer. Colin Palmer. Palmer, yeah. St. Paris Graham versus mm-hmm. St. Ed's. Yep. And then I think that a dude from... Um, he then ended up went up and re- he then went up and wrestled at Central Michigan. I forget his name. Um, Schlater bumped up to wrestle Mike Miller. Mike Miller, and yeah. he beat him. Schlater beat him. Yeah, and that yeah. was that was a heck of a match. Mike school, Miller yeah. was a legit wrestler. I think a couple time All American for um, for Central Michigan. I'm pretty sure he was a finalist. Oh, okay. Well, you know more than me. If not more, I'd have to double check that. So I didn't know we were jumping into wrestling that quick. But all right, let's uh, let's jump in. I thought we we're gonna you know have some subtleties, have some talk. Maybe like how was your weekend? What'd you do? Okay. Well, how was your weekend, Ben? What did you do? It was fine. I hung out with my wife. Uh, we watched uh, we watched some Netflix. We chilled too. You went and drank beers with me. Oh yeah, and I went and drank beers with you and Steve, our, yeah. our British I know, friend. I know how your weekend. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty pretty sure you were there for half of it. So never mind. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, aside from the hanging out, you know, just kids and family, man, getting back into the swing of things after the holiday break. Yeah. So, can we talk some wrestling? All right. Now, all right. Now, let's check the time. All right, we're ready to talk some wrestling. All right. What do you um, got for me? So anyway, I thought we'd kick it off. Ohio State this weekend. They uh they were supposed to have two matches. They only wrestled one. Unfortunately, uh, the duel today with Rutgers got postponed due to uh some some weather related travel um, issues. Now, was that Rutgers weather uh, issue from them getting back from Illinois or getting to Ohio State? Because I imagine it would be they would go to Illinois and then they would come down and wrestle. Ohio State. I can't imagine they would drive back to New Jersey. Um, I don't know. That wouldn't for have sure. made sense. Right, I don't to drive know. back to New was Jersey. Was the duel at Illinois? No, no, no. It was at it Rutgers. Was at Rutgers. Never I think mind. the so weather. I'm, I'm wrong. It was rather related to Rutgers getting out of New Jersey. That makes sense. Um, so anyway, was, uh, Ohio State only had one duel this weekend. Then they wrestled Wisconsin on Friday night. Um, I don't know about you. I was a little. Uh, I, I mean, was the more. Buckeyes got to win. The Buckeyes got to win. They yeah. did win the duel. Was I was more excited 14? about the. I was more excited about the Rutgers duel. Sorry sure. to interrupt you there. No. So the Bucks win the duel against Wisconsin Friday, twenty-three to fifteen. Um, this is just my opinion. I, I don't think they looked their best at some. That's weights. too close. That's too close against the Wisconsin team that's got like two ranked guys on their team mm-hmm. and the Buckeyes who are talking about trying to win a national title and you beat Wisconsin twenty-three to fifteen, basically meaning that Wisconsin was in the duel. Well, the caveat I'll throw out to that is that you know, unfortunately. This never since we just mentioned this, Kyle Snyder and Medbury didn't Good wrestle. Point. Good so point. Medbury got the win. I think that was a what a five point swing there. Uh, yeah, Medbury won by uh, tech fall, mm-hmm. and so just to say Kyle Snyder won by uh, regular decision. decision. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's a couple it's a couple point swing, no doubt about it. So, so I agree with that. So if you want to jump into that, you know the weight class, it, it, I, I like how it started at one sixty five. Um, you know Isaac Jordan. Wrestles Cody Bircher, who everybody knows is my boy. And, you know, it's a tough match. He, You know, you called it. We're sitting there watching the match. Cody Bircher, I think it was like 1-0 Isaac at the time. Cody Bircher's riding him tough. I think he's almost accumulated riding time. And then Isaac reverses and beats him 4-1. But I tell you what, that's a close match for a guy that's – I mean, Zeke, I mean, should he be having those types of close matches? I don't know. Mm, I don't know, but – I think we talked about this the last time. I mean, Bircher has a way to keep matches close. I mean, think about it. I thought he was going to, against Daniel Lewis, I was expecting big bonus for, from Lewis um, when the Buckeyes wrestled Missouri, and what, he kept that to a decision as well, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, did. I mean, Bircher's kind of got that way to keep it to a decision. Good job for him. I guess it's a moral victory. Um, you know, I don't Which know. isn't always bad to have a moral victory, you know, in the Big Ten season against a guy that's been a finalist yeah. before. Maybe that shows that, hey, maybe I can compete at the NCAA tournament. So are we going? Are we going weight by weight. Like we don't got to wait. What do you want to talk about next? 
Well, let's just get it. Let's just get this uh, the elephant in the room out of the out of the way or whatever you want to call it. Um, I was shocked. You were not. You thought this was going to be a tough match. I mean, I was. Well, I, I didn't think it was going to happen really this way. I was really shocked that um, Rodriguez, Jose Rodriguez, went out and not only does he lose this to Jimenez. By the way, Wisconsin pulls Jimenez out of red shirt. Yeah, Johnny Jimenez, for this match. right? National qualifier last year. Mm-hmm. Took eighth or seventh at Midlands this year. He was as a red shirt, and all of a sudden they just, you know, they pull his red shirt. Uh, you know, from our understanding, is there some might be some injuries at uh, 133, so they might have needed him at 125 because they had to bump their 25 pounder. Right now, um, I forget his name. Um, his name is uh, Michael Cullen. They had to bump him up to actually wrestle Nathan Tomasello because Eli Stickley mm-hmm. is kind of an out with some injuries. So I'm not shocked they pulled his red shirt. I'm shocked about the result. 14 to two major decision. I wasn't expecting it. I mean, a 14 to two major decision. But let's be real. I thought Rodriguez was pinned. Well, I'm not sure match. he. I'm not sure he was pinned. He, you know, he fought off a cradle for a long time. My biggest, my biggest concern is Rodriguez. You know, he was ranked ninth in the country at that time. He's had some nice wins, and then he goes and he gets beat fourteen to two by you know Jimenez, who, you know, national qualifier last year, Midlands placer, but not all. I mean, not an all American threat, right? No, I mean, we've been talking about Rodriguez making the podium this year. Um, he's got a nice ranking, or at least he had a nice ranking. Um, he's had some great matches, some good wins, some some close losses to, to really good guys. Uh, I wasn't expecting this. You can't – this isn't a match that you can lose. And on top of that, you can't lose the way you did. I think has is the operative word there because I'm not sure he's going to keep that ranking. Well, let me ask you this. Who would you pick in a heads-up, you know, head-to-head match against Rodriguez? And I know you like this guy, so I'm going to mention him. Shakur Laney from Ohio. I pick up. I pick Rodriguez. Okay, right. I, I would too. I think. I think a lot of people would. Well, Shakur Laney beat him in a seven to two at Midlands. Yep, there it is. So and there it is. I mean, it kind of shows you like, kind of the, you know where things stand at this point in time. I wasn't expecting it. I was shocked with that. Was did you watch result. the match? I mean, I know. Yeah, he, I was there with you. He, yeah, yeah. He didn't get caught in those cradles, but I mean, he got cradled up and then he got turned again. And from some of the fodder I was reading on the message boards, and you know, from from our, my own eyes, it did look like Rodriguez was gassing a little bit. So I don't know. Maybe the weight cut's starting to get to him. Maybe it's a Micah Jordan situation from last year. We'll see. All I know is that you can't lose many more matches like that and uh, continue to keep a ranking and expect to be seated at the NCAA tournament. I agree. Um, so you know, I think it was, you know, Tomasello, Micah Jordan, Bo. Uh, Miles Martin, they all did their part. They went out there. They got big wins. Uh, some of them even scored bonus points. I think most of them scored bonus points, except for Micah, if I'm not mistaken. Bo, um, I don't think Bo did. Did he? Did he? No, Bo. Bo. Yeah, Bo did get a major. I'm yeah, sorry. he got a major. Um, so they all did their part. Um, I, the match that I was kind of surprised with also was Pletcher. I mean, Pletcher went out there and got oh, a real man. nice win over 14th ranked Cole Martin. He looked um, good. Martin's got some nice wins this year too. Uh, see, it's funny you say that because I was gonna getting ready to say that in my opinion I think Martin might be overranked. I was looking at his kind of his resume and I was like I'm not seeing the wins that got him there. He's got some some sketchy losses I think, too. Well, I think he beat Everett from Army who's got some nice wins. I think he beat another guy and then it, you know he lost really close to um to uh the Stanford 141. Uh his name slipped McKenna. my mind. McKenna. Yeah, he lost close to him. So Collins definitely um not calling, excuse me, Martin's a legit wrestler. And Luke Pletcher, all he does is go out and beat him 8-4 to four with, I think, a, a number of takedowns, and he didn't give up any offensive points, at least be my understanding. Mm, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, so, so he, he, here's the issue. 
Luke Pretzer goes out and has a bad Midlands by what I think would be Luke Pretzer's standpoint. Would you agree? Oh, I definitely agree. You know, he loses to um, now. He, now he loses some decent guys. He loses the closet on the front side, nine to three. That's not a surprise. Then he loses the store from Iowa State. Um, and then I know we've talked about this before, and that that was more of a surprise to me. So he doesn't place at the Midlands. So we're thinking he loses his ranking. Right, he loses his ranking, even though he's beaten a couple ranked guys. Right, and then he goes out there and he's got a ranked uh, wrestle uh, number fourteen ranked Cole Martin, and he beats him eight to four. And I tell you what, he looked good getting on the legs, finishing, you know, and and just like every wrestler, he's going to wrestle right. He's shorter than all of those wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Well, we said this after his Midlands that. Or at least I remember saying this that all the mistakes that he was making at Midlands, the things that was you know keeping him from winning those matches that he lost, um, were correctable mistakes. And maybe they're starting. You know, the, obviously the coaches are working with him. He's figuring things out. Um, this is a good win for him though to kind of get the confidence back up after the Midlands. You know, tournament. I think that it's he a great had. win. So, I think they, I think he's back in the rankings. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess there's definitely an argument to be made for that. I think he's beaten three ranked guys now. Lost and his his only losses. Are to store a, a store a store who you, it's to me a negligible loss because he's not ranked and Kaladzic who's ranked probably number two in the country. So I think we got you know what I'm, I'm three yeah I'm starting to get a hashtag Kaladzic back in or excuse me Pletcher back in the rankings because he needs to be back in the rankings and let me tell you why and this is huge because Pletcher can't go into the NCAA's unseated because if he goes in unseated he could be dropped anywhere he could end up wrestling the 16th seed because you know how they seed half of the wrestlers now. Yeah. He could end up wrestling the 16th seed, or he could end up getting dropped into the top four, which is nasty at 141. Well, I mean, I think, okay, yes, he's got a shot to get seeded right now. I I think it's – I would not be surprised to see him not get seeded as deep as 141 pounds And I is. disagree. So I, I'm just saying I would be surprised. I, I think he's going to get seeded. I think he's going to get seeded. All right. Um, I think based off of Fair his enough. losses versus wins, I think he's going to get seeded, and that's huge mm-hmm. because that guarantees you an unseeded wrestler first round. No, and then you know the bracket falls where it may, right? Right. No, totally agree. Um, so good win for him. Um, you know, at 157 pounds, Jake Ryan, he goes out, he wrestles T.J. Rushell or Rochelle. Um, and keep in mind that you know you mentioned this during the match when we were watching it. Ryan dominated him twice last year, and he loses by pin and eight to three. Right. Yeah, and, and, so. he, and he loses this match. And I got to ask the question. Is it time to really start being concerned about Jake Ryan? Yeah. Oh, I think there was. I think the time is is past. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, what is going on with Jake Ryan? I don't know. And all, all I can think is weight cut. That's the only thing I can think. Because Unless he just literally, which he's completely regressed from yeah, last year. Yeah. Unless he slouched over the offseason, which I can't imagine his father would allow him to do. Or right. and I can't imagine he. I don't, would, think, I don't think that's in his mind. Yeah, and I can't imagine that he would want to do that. Good. Good point, Brandon. Um. He loses six to two to Rochelle, who's what an average. He's an average Big Ten wrestler. He, I think he was seven to seven before they wrestled. I, I, I hate to I hate to say things about about wrestlers like that, but yeah, I would say you know average at best in the Big Ten. Yeah, average at best in the Big Ten, and he goes out and he beats Ryan six to two. And you know, I think Ryan got a takedown, or you know, but then after that, I mean, he got ridden like a dog. He got taken down. It was just, it was not good. And it wasn't pretty. I'm concerned about Buckeyes at 157 because to win a title, when everybody's look, when everybody was doing the math, math, the math earlier in the year to win a title, they had Ryan, you know, as a bubble All American. Dude, he's a bubble right, qualifier I, I, right now. I looked at him as a round of a, as a round of twelve yeah. type guy. Dude, he's a bubble qualifier right now. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. And if he qualifies, there's no way he's getting seated. Nope. 
which means <laughs> oh, he, that's not which means he can right be now. dropped into the Lions' dead and maybe see your null first round. Right. You know, so it, it, it's trouble right now for Jake Ryan. So and what do they do? It's not trouble what do they do? to fix. I don't know. Maybe. So I don't know what Cody Bircher got certified at, but I, here's what I would do if I was the if I was the coach and I wasn't the coach's son. Um, I would think about maybe dropping Cody Bircher 157 and maybe allowing Cleary, who's a freshman. I think he's in red shirt right now. Brandon, is that right? He was a... a I think Cleary's in red shirt. Yeah, he was a, he was a top, uh, I think, 50 or 100 recruit, maybe taking over the 165 spot. Unless Ryan can, you know, unless maybe Ryan feels better at 165 and then he all of a sudden turns into the person he is. I and, didn't think Cleary was that big of a recruit. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a couple time champ from Florida. N- not a bad, not a bad recruit. He, he lost to Bercher four to two and wrestle off. B- but I mean, look, no matter what Ryan does, even if he wins the big tens, he'll get seated if he wins the big tens. Which, I mean, <laughs> he's not going to win the big tens with, with um, you know, with Nolf and everything in there. But even if he finishes high in the big tens, Getting seated right now would be a conundrum. It's a long shot. It would be a conundrum. I, mean, it's, I, I don't think he's going to get seated, um, even if he places high at the Big Tens. I think right now he's, you know, he's gone from a borderline All-American candidate to now, like you said, a bubble qualifier. A borderline qualifier. And that's, uh, that's, that's problems for Ohio State. the Buckeyes really need, need his points. Yeah, that's problems for Ohio State in terms of the team race. But, you know, anyway uh, – Enough, enough of that. I mean, I, I don't want to dwell on the negative. I'm Debbie Downer house. right now. <laughs> right. Um, tell you, one guy I was really, really impressed with, and I think you'd probably agree with this, is Colin Moore. He looked oh, so man. good in his match against um, – He's progressing. Was it Ricky Robertson? Ricky Robertson. Ricky Robertson. He so, majors him. Yeah, he had a, he had a uh, 13-12, I think, match. Or, uh, you know, it was a one-point match in high-scoring range at the Journeyman mm-hmm. earlier this year. And then he goes out and he beats him 12-3. to at the duel, and not only would he beat him twelve to three, but he took him down a couple times. And at the journeyman, he put himself in some bad positions during the wrestling and allowed Ricky Robertson to take advantage of those with his athleticism. He shut him down at this duel. Yeah, he did. I mean, he looked great. He looked great on his feet. Looked good on top. You know, didn't get ridden. I mean, I, I think he's really kind of solidifying himself as the t- you know the 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 fourth or third, fourth or fifth best guy at that weight class at uh, one hundred ninety seven pounds. Robertson was ranked 13th, so definitely a, a real good win for him. Yeah, when you're majoring guys that are ranked in the top 15, it's showing that you're you know you're you're worthy of being up there in those rankings. I agree. So anyway, um, Ohio State they come out of Friday night with the win against Wisconsin. Unfortunately, the duel today was uh, postponed. I believe that's taking place February 6th, uh, Monday, February the 6th, something like that, um, at Ohio State. Um, so oh well, what do you want to move on to next? Yeah, Let's man. talk about Iowa. Can we talk about Iowa? You want to talk about Iowa? Let's do Iowa. Let's talk about Iowa. So Iowa traveled to Michigan this weekend. Uh, Friday, they they took on University of Michigan. They they beat them up pretty good. I wasn't expecting it to be that bad. It was thirty-one to seven. You know, you had bonus point wins for you know from Thomas Gilman at one hundred and twenty-five, Sorensen at one forty-nine, Sammy Brooks got bonus at one eighty-four, and then Sam Stoll, I believe, won by fall at heavyweight. But I think the biggest story of this match was the fact that Corey. Corey Clark was back on the mat. Um, Matt, he actually um, came back. That was his first match back since being injured, wrestling Stephen Michik. I'm glad. Uh, I'm so glad to see him back. To be honest with you, because I am too. That that, that weight class. I mean, that weight class is going to be a nice little treat at, at NCAA's. It's it, it is a little top heavy, but Clark makes Clark has never won a title, has he? No, he's been a, uh, well. He's been a two time runner up. Yeah. So I think that having him back 
in the mix. <laughs> you know, you got Clark, you got Richards, you got, you know, you got your meat. Tomasello. Yeah, Tomasello. You got the Mexican Rattler, or the New Mexican Rattler. Montoya. Yeah. Did you just call him the Mexican Rattler? I said the New Mexican Rattler. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find this. So anyway, uh, so yeah, so Clark comes back. He wrestles Steven Michik. Um, I think Michik is ranked about eighth in the country right now. Um, Clark wins two to nothing. I, I'm going to throw it out there right now. I think Michik got screwed. Oh, he got screwed, screwed big his, time. Uh, big time. As I said, uh, homered on his home mat. Um, you know, there was the exchange where Michik was on bottom, and I thought he had a reversal for two and what should have been two back points. Um, reversal for two for sure. The refs disagree. The two backs, I'm not sure. Well, here, aside from that. All right, let's if, go aside from that. If there wasn't a reversal, okay, and no back points, that's fine. But there was definitely loss of control. There should have been escape. And the ref didn't even give him that. I agree with you on that point. But, but what I think what the ref's going to argue is that, okay, they were floundering. You know, which is, it's, it's that's not even a real word when, in the wrestling floundering? scene. Floundering? Yeah, they were floundering at each other. And then all of a sudden, Clark ends up grabbing a leg, even though Michik's over top of him. And Michik ends up in this Merkel situation, except for his leg is over both legs instead of inside one, right? That's what ends up happening. And right. So it's over both legs instead of inside one. And so if it's, if it's inside one leg, that's an easy two reversal, right? By rule, it says it is. By rule, it says it's right. a reversal. But because it's over both legs... Why the hell is that not the same as a Merkel position? To me, that's that's two. I, I don't know. Um, the ref obviously didn't think that way. Um, I, I, think, still... I thought it was a bullshit call. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I I, I, that's what I, I agree. I think it was crap. I think he got screwed. Um, in my opinion, I, I think Michik could have won that match, should have won that match, had that outcome been different right there. Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's just the way it, you know, the way it goes. Sometimes. What do you think about the two back points there, though? I think it should have been two. Two and two? I, I do believe. I, I do believe that. I thought it was two and two. I mean, he had Clark on his back. Um, definitely what looked look like could have been, you know, a two count there. So so let's do some fantasy wrestling here real quick. I'm not I'm not taking my clothes off to do a fantasy <laughs> wrestling. Let's keep this clean, all at right? Least, at least not at this point. We're, we're, trying, we're trying to keep it clean. For anybody that's listening, we're trying to keep it clean. Say... Which I think that it probably could have happened. Say Michik beat Clark. Mm-hmm. Then what does the 133 landscape look like? I don't think it changes. I, again, it was Clark. Clark for, stays up number one. No, I don't think he would retain. You know the number that's what, one. I guess ranking. that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you say landscape, and I, oh, I'm, I mean that's I'm different sorry. than I'm rankings. So, no, and I yeah, I misspoke. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I think that obviously the, the rankings would have changed. I think Clark would lose his number one ranking. You know, you'd probably end up giving that to Tomasello. Uh, I kind of think it should be anyway at this point, but I am, I am biased admittedly. Um, I, again, if Mijic would have won that match, I, okay. Again, it's Clark's first match back. Um, they're both great wrestlers, you know, but how do you get hosed on your own mat, dude? That's what I was wondering. What is, I mean, what, what do they call him? The silver Fox, uh, Mc, Mc, uh, what's, what's the head coach of Michigan's name? McFarland. McFarland. Yeah. I don't like, know what they call how him. How you not bring no, but they call him Silver Fox, but how you not bringing in like refs that you know aren't gonna freaking like hose you on your own match, bro. <laughs> I mean it's bad enough to go to Iowa and get homered on their or to, to, to get hosed on their map, but how do you get dude, hosed on your home map by We're Iowa? watching it. We're watching it. And freaking so they stopped the they stopped the position and then Mechik had to get off Clark. Not right. Clark off Mechik. <laughs> Mechik had to get off Clark when they stopped the position, and then the Dumbasses, they go and review it. And I tell you what, those pisses me off more than anything, I swear to goodness, is that refs will not overturn their own. And I'm we we're steaming we're, right we're, now. We're going off a tangent. Refs will not overturn their own freaking calls. And it pisses me off. That was a bullshit call. 
that was at least two reversal, if not two backs. And I, and I'm not just saying this for fodder. That was a bullshit call. So then you agree with me that it should have definitely been at least loss of control. A hundred percent agree okay. with you. I appreciate. No, that. I, I agree with you. But this damn this freaking ref goes and says, and then he comes out there and has the audacity, his bald ass head, like I'm bald. So all I'm right, say all this. right, all right. Comes out there and goes. No loss of control. Oh, really? All As right. had to get off of Clark when Clark's face was in the mat. There was no loss of control. That's crap. That's crap. All right. All right, Ben. Go go punch the wall. Let's, I didn't realize uh, we were going there, but <laughs> no. I, all of a sudden I got really fired up over nothing. So anyway, um, the other I think the other interesting note from this match is Miles Amin. I think I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Amin. Yeah, it's, Amin. I think it's Amin. Amin. Um, Who's he goes out. Like, he goes out and he wins. You know, he takes on returning All American Alex Meyer. He wins three to nothing. Um, this is a means fourth win over a ranked opponent this year and his third over returning All American. Yep. I mean, this kid's coming on. Well, you know, I mean, um, he's had three either um, uncles or dads who are also uh, mm-hmm. wrestlers at Michigan. So it's kind of like a, you know, it's a family tradition mm-hmm. there. The kid's a stud. Dude, he's looking good. The kid's a real big stud. I was asking. It's, and I think even. What makes him more dangerous is that weight class, 174. It's kind of top-heavy, so after the first you know, three, four guys. What do they got him ranked right now? That'd be interesting to see. I'm going to check that real quick, Brandon. I thought it was 11. Well, that's way too low. I thought it was. I mean, I could be wrong, but. How do you beat three All-Americans? I'm sorry, nine. So he's ranked ninth. Uh, I guess. How, are you, how do you? Yeah. Okay, so who do you put him above right now if you're looking at the rankings? I, maybe you don't put him above anybody. No, I don't think you. I don't well, who think did you he move beat? him. He, he beat he, Alex Meyer. I, Meyer's already ranked Meyer below is, him. Yeah, although he's a returning All American. Right, but he's a returning All American. That's his third returning All American that he's beat. You're this right. Year. I'm so not. I'm not sure you bump him above any of the other. I think he's ranked fairly, right? Which is shows. I think shows the depth of 174. Right. But the dude is can wrestle. I agree. Completely. And he's a redshirt freshman. Um, I think so. So, and speaking of that, I think, which is kind of. Transition to the next point I wanted to make on this. Yeah, Michigan, they they lost. They lost big, but Michigan started seven freshmen in this match. Dude, look at the guys so, they have red shirt. So, so, and, and that's what I want. Are they, a, are, they, are they a sleeping giant? I mean, they've got seven freshmen. Michik and Massa are studs. All right, I mean, they're studs. Michik, Massa, and I think Amin's a stud. Amin as well. Anytime they, you beat three All-Americans in a year, you're a stud. Right. They've got a Big Ten champ in Dominic Abonator in red shirt. Oh, they've got yeah. Another all, they've got an All-American in Adam Kuhn in red shirt. Uh, so, not only an All-American, I think he's a couple-time All-American. Right. And a guy who, you know, if Snyder wasn't there, I mean, he might be a favorite this year. Uh, I know I know, Medbury's pretty damn good. but I mean, I know a lot of things can happen, you know, from now until next year, but I think that Michigan can be a big player in the team race next year. And I've been saying that for a while. I, maybe not to you. Maybe, I, don't, I, don't, may, I don't think you've ever maybe, said that. Maybe in my head, but no, I think Michigan's a pretty <laughs> solid team. Yes. For sure. I'm curious to see how they're going to do next year. They need to, they need to find a... Um, Brian Murphy needs to. I'm glad you brought his name up. Yeah, because I was about to. I, yeah, I was about to say Brian Murphy just had a nice win, didn't he? No, he lost six to three over. Kimmer, oh my goodness, you're right. And he, he whined the he whole the, match. And he got the first freaking takedown. <laughs> and he he looks like he's whining the entire match. He took his he took his own headgear. Took his off. own headgear off. He called timeout. He <laughs> took his headgear off and wanted and went home. And then he got mad about it when the ref called him out on it. What did he get hit for stalling? Something. He got hit for stalling for taking his own headgear off. <laughs> Didn't Kimmerer have his leg, Murphy's leg, in the air for like a solid minute? Again? Well, yeah, but that's Murphy. You know, hey, you know, we all we all know Murphy's story. That's his right? best position. That's his best position by far. I think he tweeted that out, and I think that's hilarious because that's of the funny. old Dominic Demas um, Josh adage Demas. there, or Josh, Josh Demas, Demas adage. 
So anyway, um, I was victorious over uh, Michigan in this match. Today they traveled to Michigan State. It was a shutout. They won forty-four to nothing. That's ugly. I, Michigan State's top two guys didn't even win. Do they? Do they? I'm sorry. Do they even have top two guys? Yeah, I mean, I think Gaska and then their one sixty-five pounder who they pulled from redshirt's pretty good. And their one sixty-five pounder lost to uh, Marinelli's backup. Is the way I like to call it. What's his, <laughs> what's his name? Gunther. Gunther. He lost to Gunther, so maybe Gunther's got another week on the uh, on the roster. Just give me your opinion. Does Michigan State ever recover? Are they ever going to be a, a, a prominent program again? I think yes, because Big Ten's going to force them to be. You know, the Big wait Ten, a minute, wait a minute. The Big no. Ten's going to force them. How? And I don't mean the Big Ten. Like They've been bad for years. I, I know, but look, I, I hate the fact that they brought in somebody from their program to take over. And I don't know the guy from Adam. I don't even know his name, but I think that you need. It's Roger Chandler, isn't yeah, it? Just yeah, yeah. Ned's guy. Yeah, I think you need to wipe the slate clean for them. Do you? I think eventually they'll be they'll be players because all Big Ten players are. Okay, I hope so. I really do. Um, it, I just I just don't see it any time in the near future. Oh well. Uh, so can we can we talk Penn State? God, they're good. I love to talk Penn State, dude. They're so good. I mean, and it kills me to say that. I. I I don't understand why everybody's so concerned about whether or not they're going to win a title this year. I think that regardless of if they pull Mark Hall's red shirt, I think they're going to win a title. They're just that good. Uh, I, I disagree with that, but I, I think they are very good. I think if they pull Mark Hall, it makes it almost impossible. It's a but virtual lock right now. Um, I, I think with you know your Oklahoma State, you know Ohio State, um, you know even Iowa to to some extent. I think you know there's some teams that could push them this year because you know how you know how crazy it gets at NCAA's. Yeah, I mean, people get upset all the time. Right? right. So, you know, but I do think if they pull Hall's red shirt, I think, I think it pretty much locks it up. I agree with you there. Yeah. So anyway, we talked about Mark Hall a lot, obviously, during right. the last podcast. The guy, I think, if he if, if his red shirt is pulled, where do you rank him, real quick? I mean, I I, I got to put him. I'd put him three. You put him three behind Bo and uh, Zahid. Zahid. Yeah. I put him three, but I think that he's. But I would put him as the favorite to win it. You know, if that makes any sense, right? I'd put him at three in the rankings. Sure. But put him. I, I think I would pick him to win it. Right. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, rankings aren't like you know predictions on how, how the the weight class is going to finish. It's just where, on where people stand and you know, and with the current um, current landscape yeah. of what's going on. Yeah. I'm stumbling over my own words here. Yeah. So anyway, Penn State they Talk had two wrestling. goals this weekend. Um, they traveled to Minnesota <laughs> Friday night. They blew out Minnesota. I think it was 33 to six. Um, you know, Penn State did what Penn State does. Re- Rutherford, Nolf, Nickel, they all, you know, picked up big bonus points winning by Penn. Um, Nolf even picked up a nice pen over uh, Jake, Jake Short. Short at 157. Who's, who's, liter- who's, like, been the model of consistency this year, in my opinion. I think he's ranked top 15. I can't remember for sure, but I, I think he won the Cliff Keen. So I think I, you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's ranked top 15. I think he beat Heffernan in the finals. Yeah, so you guys ranking? Yeah, he's ninth. Yeah. So he's ranked ninth. So when you, anytime you got a dude who's pinning the ninth ranked guy, um, that's dangerous. Although right. you know, I agree. So I think one of the more exciting matches was um, at 125. You had Suriano from Penn State taking on um, this guy has the best nickname I think I've ever heard. I you, like. What, what did you call him? Backpack Lezak. Backpack Lezak. I got that off. He's I, so I, nasty on yeah, top. I got that off flow, so I don't want to take the. Uh, you know. Take oh no, you didn't. No, you didn't I, I, give him yeah, that nickname. I'm certainly not. I'm certainly not. Uh, you know, well enough to be able to make a nickname up like that. But backpack Lezak, that dude can ride. Did anybody. Flo give you your nickname when you were in college? <laughs> no. Was it no. Mighty Mouth? <laughs> Mighty Mouth. Actually, that's not even a nickname from college. That's a nickname <laughs> from Little League Baseball because I was so small, but I had such a big mouth. 
<laughs> if anybody's listening, I'm sure they're not surprised. Yeah, surprised. Um, so anyway, that was an exciting match. Um, Suriano came out on top of that match, eight to six. Um, I mean, he got most of the takedowns. He yeah. got most of the takedowns. I mean, it. You know, Lezak, what he did is he wrote him out. So he get. You know, he gets. He in the gates an escape point, and he gets a um, riding time point. And I think he took him down once. Is that the first time that Suriano has been taken down this year? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Well, at least yes, we know it, it can happen. Yeah, we watched that match. Yeah. I think that's the first time Sirion's been taken down in a minute. In a long dude. time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, I think that's a big win for him. I don't know. Did you see where they slid Lezak into the rankings at what was like fourth? Four. This week? I think he was, I think he was, wasn't he ranked at all? Or was he not ranked at all? No, he was, he was a part of that whole Xanax thing. At oh, Minnesota, that's right? right. Yeah. He, yeah, he was a part of the whole Xanax thing. But, so they slide him in. <laughs> all of a sudden he gets slid in at four. And, you know, for better or worse than how high that well, ranking is, yeah, for how rank, high that ranking is, he won a scuffle over some decent. I mean, that that there's, I mean, Dylan Peters was in that weight class, didn't even place. Now I heard he was sick, but he didn't even place. And um, I hate when I never placed at tournaments because I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nick Siriano beats him eight to six, and that's a tight match. And I got Nick Siriano being a dark horse uh, champ this year. Yeah, I mean, I I think that he's the only Define person. Dark Horse. What I think he's the only person that can compete with Gilman. I, okay. I, I mean, I, I like Joey Dance, but I think he's the only person that can compete with Gilman. But you know I, what? And I actually agree with you on that. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Backpack Lisa that could ride Gilman. I I don't know. Maybe he can funk his way to something. Who knows, man? I can't wait. Now you're getting me pumped up for nationals, dude. I'm excited. It's always my favorite. Time I'm pumped of the year. up for Big Tens too. That's, we're gonna see that at Big Tens too. Uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, so another an- another interesting uh, result in that match was uh, 141 pounds. Jimmy Golubon actually, um, my boy. I don't know Jimmy. if you call it an upset or not, but you know he he took on Thomas Thorne or Tommy Thorne and won that match uh, 66 to three, I believe. Took him down a couple times. I wasn't expecting. Would that. you call that an upset? At this point, at this stage in their careers, yes, yeah. I think I, in my opinion, I would call Which it. Which is an upset. interesting, you know, because Thorne's, I think he's a sophomore, never All American. You know, Jimmy's actually All American. He's He's been on that podium. He hasn't sniffed the podium. He's been on it. But, but his biggest but, yeah, trouble we, has been consistency. Yeah, we all, we all know his story, right? And look at it. Look at it this weekend. And, and you know, we'll get more into the, the, the Penn State-Nebraska duel in a second. But he nice went on Friday over Thorne. Goes out today against uh, Nebraska. And he didn't do McChrystal. as well as he did Friday. Well, yeah, McChrystal's pretty tough, too. But, yeah, so Jimmy does get a nice win, though. Jimmy does get a nice win. Brandon's giving me the old hands in the air. Like, I, I don't even know what he's mad at me about right now. I'm not God. mad. I'm just pick, pick something. Pick something. <laughs> Shut up. Anyways, um, yeah, so Jimmy does have a nice win over Thorne, which, I mean, that's a legit win. Speaking of nice wins, um, Nevels, Nick Nevels uh, had a nice win at heavyweight, uh, beat the uh, returning All-American Crowells. What was it, four to nothing? Four to nothing. And I'm not sure Nick Nevels has a loss on the season. No, I, I don't think many of the Penn State guys do. They haven't really wrestled yeah, any Yeah, they haven't year. wrestled a huge... Huge amount of uh, competition. I, w- I wouldn't disagree. But, you know, Nick Neville's nice win over uh, returning two-time All-American Curls at 4-0. Takes him down. I totally agree. Speaking of, was this was this Penn State's first action back since, what, beginning of December? Was it? Because they missed out on Reno? Cause Might of be the first action back since they've dueled Lehigh. Okay. I think you're right. I think, I think, that, I think that was it. So, I mean, they look good. I mean, they don't look like they missed a beat by, by any means. Um you know, I'll tell you a, a, a result that surprised me in this match, not the outcome, but the, the actual score was uh, 197 pounds. <laughs> um, Far, Brett Farr, um, took on McCutcheon from Penn State, and he only won, what was it, 3-2? Three 3-2. To three to now, Matt McCutcheon, he, you know, if, if people don't know, he was a 174-pounder last year. Looks like a year. specimen at 197. Uh, he, yeah, he, he doesn't, he's not a 197-pounder. He he was a, he was a very good wrestler at 174 a couple years uh, a couple years running. 
He was the guy that lost to Kenny Quartz, actually, in the quarters for the All-American match, and then McCutcheon goes on the backside and loses in the blood round. You know, he bumps up to 197 because he can't uh, be— Obviously can't fit in the lineup. Yeah, at, he, he can't—what is it? He can't, he can't make, make 74, and he's not obviously not going to be at 184. Can he not better. make 74? Uh, have you, did you not see him? He can't make 174 right now, that's for sure. No. Dude looks like me. Right <laughs> They're wrestling bald and uh, Thick around the chubby. middle. Yeah. Did you just call him chubby? I mean, he is, dude. You call him bald and chubby. That's what I am. Um, so anyway, if you uh, would like to have Ben's email address or home address, let me know, Matt. No, whatever, man. <laughs> I mean, kidding. he is. He's bald and chubby. and I mean, that's what I look like. But you know what? Besides Why that, isn't though, he at 74 this year? I don't think he can make 74. I, or maybe it's best for the team. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I mean, oh, you're right. He never wrestled 174. He wrestled 84 because he wrestled courts. Was he not Matt Brown's backup at 174? No, he wrestled 84. He wrestled courts. Mm-hmm. Lost to him in the quarters. You're exactly right. So he can't make 74. Can't beat 84. So he's up to 197, and he looks. Uh, yeah. Well, besides, I mean, he he still. He kept a close match with Farr, and not too many people can do that. Yeah, because he shot in on a bunch of Farr's legs. You know, he dove at Farr's legs. He got the legs. Farr scrambled. Couldn't take him down. All right, it's 3-2, to two, but would you say there was any point in the match that you thought that he was close to taking Farr down? Mm, I don't really remember to tell you the truth. I don't think so. I, I, there, it wasn't, in my opinion. You don't, you, you don't need to look it up. It wasn't. So I'm not looking it up. Yeah. So anyway, that that result, the, the outcome, or I guess not the outcome, the score of that match kind of surprised me. But um, Penn State got it done. They they beat Minnesota thirty three to six, and then uh, today they traveled to Nebraska. Um, and what that was, was a pretty decent. That was a, it was a good duel. Um, I, I think everybody expected it to be a good duel. The the BTN stream was not good. Shame on you, Big Ten Network, making us pay for that BTN Plus, and we can't get a proper stream. Um, but they traveled to Nebraska. Um, you know, they they were victorious in that mat or in that duel. What was the final score? Twenty seven to fourteen. Yeah, twenty seven to fourteen. What, what were your thoughts on that one? Well, I thought that I thought it was gonna be closer. I thought that Nebraska. Well, uh, I thought Nebraska had a path to win, right? I, I agree. And, and a path to win never really works, right? I mean, it works in theory, like oh, this guy beats this guy, this guy beats this guy. But I thought that there was a path to win. And, um, you know, they, did, they didn't just end up getting it done. So, Suriano beats Lambert 3-2, to two, and I thought that was going to be a close match. I, I didn't know. I actually didn't know what was going to happen with that match. Did, what, do you, what were your thoughts? Did you think there was going to be a major there? Or? No, I didn't think there was going to be bonus points in that match. I, I, I think that Suriano, in my opinion, Suriano was going to win the match. Um, I just think he's that much better than Lambert. Um, I, I think Suriano has a lot of close matches. He's... He's very defensive. He's extremely hard to score on. He can, you know, he can score points himself. But sure. you know, against the good guys, um, which he's beating, they're they're usually you know one or two point matches. Okay, so yeah, I, I was Lambert's a good guy. Yeah, Lambert's a good wrestler. A good, a good wrestler. Um, so yeah, I think that outcome was was about where I expected it. Um, you know, at 133 pounds, uh, Montoya went out there and just looked great. That guy is on such a roll right now. He's on a roll. Where do you put him in the landscape at 133? Do you put him as a title contender? And remember, oh, that's such a good tweet. He beat Zane Richards. Yeah, he beat you took, Seth Gross. You're kind of asking me questions and taking my answers for me. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I think that if Zane Richards was included in the contender talk, I think that you've got to include Montoya because, you know, like you said, he beat Gross. He 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 beat Richards, and I don't even think they were like extremely close. I mean, he's he's doing good. I mean, I mean, they were both the, overtime matches. The scores are close, but oh yeah, you're right. Well, 
No, there, there. But anyway, there, yeah, to answer your question, I could, I, I definitely can consider Montoya as a title contender. Anything can happen. I still think that the title comes down between Tomasello and Clark, to be honest. You but like that as the finals? I do. If Clark's healthy, I do. Well, what about Seeden, though? You know, well, they're I all mean, in the Big Ten, so a lot's yeah, going to right. you know, that, that, be. Yeah, you're right. That's going to be. Yeah. That's going to work itself out real quick. And not only in the Big Ten dual season, which we're in, thank goodness, but also the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then after that, you know, and I hate to just run it back to back to back, but, you know, Colton McChrystal puts it on Jimmy Goulibon after we were just talking about him having a nice win against Tommy Thorne. Yeah. And again, it's always been consistency with Goulibon. Um, but McChrystal looked real good, and I'm and I'm glad too because he kind of had some struggles recently. What were they at? Um, at Midlands, right? He didn't even place at Midlands. Yeah, he didn't and place his at Midlands. Backup or his retro backup place. Right. So I, it was nice to see him get back out there and you know you know get things going in the right direction again. He looked really really good, super offensive. The only thing I guess I was disappointed with is um, he wasn't able to pick up the bonus points there. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was I was hoping for he bonus. Kind of, if if anybody's of, uh, wondering, I then, think he wore himself out. Yeah, if anybody's wondering, I was hoping Nebraska beat Penn State. And, you know, it's not that I hate Penn State, but it's just the fact that, you, you know, t- I was rooting for the upset, right? You told me today you hate Penn State. Yeah, you're right. I hate Penn State. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, you know, McChrystal gets that win there. And then, of course, you know, you've got 149. Um, in 157. What do you got about those two? Again, the outcomes of the match, I think, is what we expected. You know, you got the the wins by Rutherford and Nolf, but Rutherford not picking up the pin or the tech. I mean, it was just a major, wasn't it? Yeah, I got a major by Rutherford and a major by Jason Nolf, which I didn't even realize Nolf got the right major, but... I didn't realize he did either. I thought it was I a mean, decision. that's what it says, 15 to 7. Is that a major? Yeah, that's about 8 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Must have had writing time. <laughs> yeah, I could do the math in my head. Um... You know, not so much the Rutherford match, but no. So Tyler Berger, you know, goes out and he has a battle with Kemmerer at the Midlands tournament. He's a top two, three, four guy at that weight class. And then He's Nolf, currently ranked third. Yeah, yeah. and Nolf goes out and, and majors him. Does that mean that so – I'm not sure. I think Nolf's majored everybody. I think Nolf's – excuse me. Rutherford, I know he has, but I think Nolf's bonused every guy he's wrestled. This year? Yeah. Oh, of course. But, I mean, okay, so if he bonuses Tyler Berger, who isn't he, he going to bonus? Do you think he bonuses Joe Smith this year? Joe Smith just lost to um I know Cutler I, from Lehigh. I know I know who he lost to. I know that he's lost, but they, these guys have a history. They've wrestled yes. a lot. Do you think he bonuses him this I year? I think that okay, so let's just let's just have a little real quick question. Between Rutherford and Nolf, who do you think has the better opportunity to um, bonus their way all the way through the uh, through the the whole season? Nolf. And it's basically because of the weight class. Because Sorensen and maybe Mickey. Yeah, I think but you between Sorensen, um, and I'm not saying he can't bonus these guys or rather. Oh, he's already bonus Sorensen, these right? Guys. He's already bonused them. Um, or you know, one matches by bonus point victories. But between, you know, Sorensen from Iowa, Micah Jordan from Ohio State, Levon throw... Mays, Anthony Colica, right? Go ahead, yes. Well, I'm I'm sorry, we're just we're just having a good conversation. Go ahead. No, keep going. No, I, I that's all I had. Oh yeah, well I totally agree with you then. Um you know, definitely Colica and definitely May. So to, to go back to answer your question, yeah, I, I think that uh, Nolf has a better shot at bonusing his way through just based off of the level of co- you know competition at the weight classes. What do you think? I would agree with I would agree with that. He just bonused Tyler Berger today, and I think Tyler Berger is one of the top wrestlers of that weight class. So you know, I think he's showing that you know absent 
a couple tough matches at NCAAs that you know wear him down. I think he, I think he might actually. I, I, you know, if, if, if I was a betting man, you know, if I got two to one <laughs> odds, I might actually put I might put some money on that. The two matches I'm you know I'm curious to see though are him and Smith again, and then obviously his match with uh, Michael Kimmer. Um, they haven't wrestled this year, but you know, forgot about Kimmer. They will, yeah. you know. So I, we'll see. You know, we'll see. But I, yeah, I think it would be probably Nolf at this point in time. Um, though I wouldn't be surprised if Rutherford bonus his way through. I mean, did he do it? He did it last year, right? No, he didn't bonus Sorensen in the finals. Oh, they didn't? He didn't no, major? He, he bonused them in the finals of Big Tens, didn't bonus them in the finals of NCAAs. I didn't realize that. So the big match in this, or, you know, the big matchup in this in this duel was 184 pounds. Uh, your boy, Bo Nickel, taking on TJ Dudley. Um, what are your thoughts? Because I know I got to eat some crow after this match. Um, I thought Dudley was going to win the match, and he didn't even come close. 10 to 5, which means bad. it was only a five-point win, but Bo Nickel took him down. I mean, I wouldn't say at will, but he took him he could down. Have, I yeah, think. I mean, he took him down pretty much. I mean, he took him down. I think you know four times in the match would be my guess. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I I think the biggest thing to look at is after the match, Timothy Dudley. You know, he shook his hand and walked off the mat, but he walked off his mat before Bo Nickel even got his hand raised. He was not happy with himself. No, I think that I think was that evident. Tim, oh, sorry, I think that Tim Dudley actually, yeah, w- realized that. You know, he thought he might have been on a level that maybe he wasn't on. Uh, and I think um, uh, the same can be said for how I thought about him, too. I think we've discussed in previous, um, you know, previous recordings that I thought that Dudley, you know, everybody was talking about Bo Nickel and uh, Gabe Dean in the finals, and I thought Dudley should have been in that conversation. But well, Yeah, he just won a Midlands title. Um, it didn't look like it today. No, it didn't. It didn't look like it at all. I think that after, after today... And after Miles Martin's performance at Midlands, uh, where he, you know, ended up taking eighth, I think there's a clear number two at that weight class at this point, mm-hmm. and it's 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 Bo Nickel. I think you're right, and it, it pains me to say it, but I, I think you're right at this point in time. And I think that you know, I don't see anything absent Miles Martin beating Bo Nickel in a dual meet, mm-hmm. or, or you know, or we have the Big Tens, right? right. All these guys are in Big Tens, you know. But if things go the way I think they're going to go, it's going to be Gabe on the top. It's going to be uh, Bo on the bottom. Do you think it'll be close? Oh, the Gabe Bo Nickel match? Yeah. If, Do you if think they, Nickel if can win with wrestling, Dean right now? Yeah, yeah, I think they could. I think he can. Um, can he beat him? I don't think so, no. I, I, I'm just talking seeds at NCAAs. I think it'll probably be Gabe on the top, Bo Nickel on the bottom. Maybe, and who knows? Then it just depends on what happens to Big Tens. Right. right. But, um, no, I don't think Bo Nickel can beat Gabe Dean. I don't think anybody can beat Gabe Dean. I think that Gabe Dean is on another level right now. But, you know, I think he's a clear number two. I think that the, I, un- unless some some something screws up at NC or at Big Tens where Bo Nickel ends up on the same side as Gabe mm-hmm. at uh, NCAAs, I, I see Bo Nickel in the finals. And, again, I got to agree with you there. Um, I, I don't think I would have said that a week or two ago, but after today's match, I, I'm – I can confidently say that I would expect to see Bo Nickel in the finals. Um, and it kind of pisses me off, to be truthfully honest. I'm kind of bummed out by that. Well, he's a good wrestler. <laughs> you, you, you know, another good wrestler, actually, who's had a pretty nice run over the past couple of days is uh, Aaron Studebaker. Goes on and wins Midlands, and then today he pins Matt McCutcheon. Splatled him, didn't he? Yep, splatled him and pinned him. And he, was up, he was up before. Yeah, he was up, he was up before he even pinned him. So um, watch out for Studebaker. I think he's going to climb the rankings, and... I think he was around a 12 guy last year, and I wouldn't be surprised if he, uh, you know, not only makes, I don't think he's ranked to make the podium right now, but I think he will. You think so? I, I think it's probably a safe bet. I, what, 
he's been around a 12 what one or two times i know once i don't know twice at least once yeah i'll look it up um, i'll look it up real quick and what's he currently i was like look up the rankings um oh he's, he's seven, seven. So he's seven. So yeah I, I see that um I, yeah he's had a nice little run there you know like you said he won the midlands uh won this match i mean it, god that was an uncomfortable looking split i'd like to see him versus uh colin moore I think it'll be a good match. That'd be a good match. They're both very, very offensive. Um, they're both staying in very good position. <laughs> That's gonna be a great match. I hope. I can't wait to see it. I, I, I I'm not gonna make predictions right now. You know, obviously, I think Moore's a, Moore's a great wrestler, but you know, Studebaker's definitely a legitimate, a legitimate opponent. I can't. I can't disagree with anything you just said there. Um, you know, Penn State. They get the win. They get two wins this weekend. Um, you know, good for them. They're, they're looking really good right now. And, you know, as an Ohio State fan, God, it pains me to say it. Um, I think they are starting to separate themselves a little bit. I don't know how much they're separating themselves from a team like an Oklahoma State. Well, that's what I was going to um, ask. Is, I mean, is Penn State, I mean, I know Oklahoma State's ranked number one because they're still waiting on Penn State, to, Penn, some of the Penn State freshmen to continue to climb in the rankings. But are they the number one team in your mind? Because they aren't mine. Penn State? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think Oklahoma State probably has a better team top to bottom, um, especially for duels, but we know that's not how the national title is determined. So um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, for a tournament team, Penn State is scary good because they have, you know, what, four or five guys that can score a lot of points. If they pull Mark Hall's red shirt, yeah. bonus points. And if they pull Hall's red shirt, I mean, it it could get ugly fast at at the national tournament. Yeah, I think there's there's two questions you ask, right? One, is Penn State the favorite now? And two, is Penn State the favorite when they pull Mark Hall's red shirt? And and, and my answer to one is yes, but they can be caught. I can, okay, I'll go with that. I agree with that. You know, they've got a lot of bonus point scores, which I think puts them above them, but I think they can be caught. My answer to two if they pull Mark Hall's red shirt, is no. You know, the way Mark Hall wrestled at the Southern Scuffle, we're talking we're talking at worst, I think, an All-American. So there's another All-American that they wouldn't have had earlier, potentially. I agree. Uh, and, and, and let's be honest, me saying that he's going to be an All-American is probably... <laughs> that's probably down talking that, man. He's, we're talking... We're talking, <laughs> talking national title yeah, contender. Yeah, we're talking national yeah. title contender right away. And bonus points, man. So, All right. So can we stop talking about Penn State? I've yeah. talked. I would love. I'm kind of getting depressed talking about him now. Um, let's talk Minnesota. What What is going on? I mean, not only do they just get curb stomped by Penn State. Yeah, they they um, laid an egg at Penn State. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, well, it was 33 to six. Um, you know, but a couple of guys leaving the program. A couple of big time recruits just announced this week that they're leaving the program. So Freddie Stroker is leaving the program. He was three time Iowa State champ, right? Uh, something like that. Um, was about 157 pounds for him, or was he 149? He was 149. 149 and the problem yeah. was, I think he was leaving because he couldn't. He can't make the, make cut, the cut. Yeah. And then after that, it was announced that Larry Early is leaving the program as well. What's going on there? Those man? are two top recruits. Like if you know, if people are listening. Those are two top recruits that you know, Ohio State, Iowa, everybody, Minnesota, going after yeah, them. Penn State. They were all recruiting them. Sure. It wasn't like these guys were just kind of like you know, all right, we're recruiting them because they're close to home. Everybody was recruiting these guys. I think that I could think a couple things. One, I could think that maybe they didn't fit in with with the program mm-hmm. due to I, I, you know, I have no clue whether they're involved or not. It doesn't seem like they were involved in the scandal, so because they didn't have to sit out. 
I thought Early had to sit out. Oh, okay, so Early had to sit out, so he was, might have been involved. I in don't know scandal. if he was involved in that. I don't want to say. Yeah, that yeah he exactly. Was when he wasn't. That's what I said. Maybe he was involved. I don't know. Maybe not. And Stroker, he didn't have to sit out, so he was wrestling. I think that I don't want to call it cleaning house, but maybe those are J. Rob's guys. Maybe maybe Agum says, eh, you know, because to me, okay, if 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 they if Agum wanted them to stay. He's not giving them both full releases, right? And both of the oh, excuse me, so both of those guys got full releases. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to transfer to any school outside of the Big Ten mm-hmm. and wrestle the rest of their years without missing, without having to sit out. Yeah, next without year. having to sit out right. next year. Oh, and just real quick to answer that question, I went ahead and looked it up. Um, yeah, Larry Early was a part of that suspension. Okay, so Larry Early was a part of the drug suspension. So maybe in in that case, Egan was saying, "Hey, you know, it's time for you to go." Stroker, maybe he's saying, "You know what?" We don't see a spot for you here. You're seven and seven right now, and we we're giving you eighty percent now. Eighty percent. That's that's a complete fabricated number in my head. I'm thinking for scholarship money, you know. But you know, based on what you know, what I thought somebody from that guy, somebody from you know, with that skill would get. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe we're thinking it's time to move on. And and coaches are going to do that. Coaches are going to say it's time to move on instead of us booting you and taking away your scholarship. Right. Why don't we say? Cut yeah. our losses. Yeah, go cut our, our losses. Ways. Go our separate ways. You guys are going to get to wrestle next year. I think we're going to get our for, money back. Right, and I think that's what's best for both of them. Um, so let me ask you this: I'd like to get your opinion on this. Minnesota has been one of the prominent programs in Division One for a long time. I've been um, a huge Minnesota fan forever. Yeah, you know they had they had one of the iconic coaches of the sport for a long time in Jay Robinson. Um, they've you know, lots of All-Americans, usually always in the hunt for the team race. Um, they've won team national titles. Um, and then suddenly they've taken this big fall from grace the last couple of years. And I think, you know, we saw some of the talent kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, not be the same as what they've had in years past. Or let's maybe not the talent, maybe the results. The results um, when they, back when they had the Dardanes boys and the Nest boys sure, and, you know, they sure. had the Sanders and yeah. I mean, they were they were competing, right? Exactly. They were always competing for a trophy. Maybe not a national title, but they were always competing for a trophy. Totally agree. Um, you know, and then you kind of you had that. Now, then you have this whole um, suspension scandal thing that went on between you know four or five of the wrestlers, and then ultimately it led to Jay Robinson's dismissal as head coach. Um, and now you've got some big recruits who are leaving the program. How far does Minnesota fall? And I'm not talking about in the standings or the rankings or anything, but how far do they fall, and how long does it take for them to get back up there, in your opinion? Well, I think if you remember my, my comments on our last podcast, mm-hmm. which was the Lord of the Rings podcast. If you, oh, the two-hour well, podcast. Why don't you bring that up real quick? <laughs> no, no it's, that's what happens when you uh, yeah, uh, when, drink when, too many uh, when, adult when you, soda pops and try to— too many beers, we talk a little too much. Try to cover the Midlands and the scuffle hey, in one podcast. We like to talk wrestling, so— I said at the end, so it was about like an hour and like 80 minutes into it. No, but I said that I, th- I was actually impressed with Minnesota. That was one of the, pe- the teams that surprised me. Right. Only because I think that, you know, I wasn't expecting them to compete so soon. Here's the thing. Both of those guys that are he- were here were recruited by J-Rob. Now, Egham was around, right? Right. But they're both recruited by J-Rob. J-Rob's gone. I think it was a... Um, and I, I can't think of the words, but like the storms colliding or, you like know, whatever. perfect storm. Yeah, the perfect storm where they said, look, Stroker, you're 7-7, seven and seven, bro. Um, you know, we, like I said, we got you on a good bit of money. Um, you're, you can't hang the – you can't hold the weight, you know. Not saying so, – yeah. So, so you think that 
you know, you said that this was kind of the perfect storm of, of negative crap that kind of hit them. Um, you, you think that's it, that this is done, they'll start rebounding from here? Yeah, I have no concerns. Okay. I, honestly, to be honest with you, I have no concerns with Minnesota. I okay. think they're okay. going to end up – I don't think they're going to end up being the 2000, 2001 Minnesota team, you know, that are you know winning national titles no. anytime soon. But I tell you what, I think they really are legitimately going to be competing for trophies here in the next five years. Okay. If you not, think Egum's the guy to get him there? To get him there? Yeah, I like Egum. Okay. I, I like Egum. I mean, he's been around the program forever. And, and as I said last podcast, if the administration, which, geez, the administration is on – the football players at that school went on strike. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, the, the AD, people aren't happy with him. No. But, if, but, you know, Egum seems like the guy that can play both hands. Okay. The administrative administration didn't get rid of him, right? When they got rid of everybody else, they cleaned house. Right. They left Egum. That's a good point. They left Egum because they trust him. And you know who else trusts him? The rest of the team because he's been around for 20-some-odd years there. That's another valid point. So, I think that Egum is the person to get him over them. I mean, regardless of the fact that Egum's a damn good wrestler. I mean, Egan wasn't a joke when he was wrestling, you know, and he's also a great coach. So I think he's the guy for that program. I And I think that, you know what, it is the ultimate win-win. I'm not sure Stroker or um, Early succeed at Minnesota, and I think they both might succeed at other places. Mm -hmm. And I think that also frees up money for Minnesota to then go out and get some other guys that Egan wants, right, that, that right. Egan's recruiting. Right. No, I, I, I love the positive outlook on that. They're a team that I think it would – it would pain me to not see them as one of the top teams in the country. I think just NCAA wrestling, college wrestling in general, is just better when when Minnesota is good. The, That's the, my opinion. Yeah, and the worst thing that can happen is the Big Ten gets weak. Right. Right. I, I mean, I and I and I say that because I think that if the Big Ten the Big Ten starts to get weak, then I think we have to start worrying about programs. Okay. Getting dropped. All you right, know? Let's not go there. I don't even want right, to go there. All right. All right. That's I know. A, I know. That's, that's a yeah. That's a rabbit hole in itself. So. All right, let's move on. Um, I didn't know Oklahoma wrestled Missouri today. Yeah, it's kind of on my notes here, but um, yeah, let's move on. So, speaking of programs in trouble, coaches in trouble, um, West Virginia traveled to California this weekend. They had two duels out there. They wrestled Cal Poly um, and Cal State Bakersfield, and they lost to both of them. Is Sammy Henson on the hot seat? Did they really? Lose yes, the, they did. They, they lost, lost both. Cal Poly and Cal Bakersfield. Yeah, I think they, I think both duels. I think going off memory here was nineteen to seventeen. Both of them. <sighs> Hot seat, yes. I, I, I think how, – how, how could you not put them on the hot seat? They've lost – I think – here's the reason why I put them on the hot seat because they've lost some significant recruits, right? They've lost some guys for, to transfer. Cottrell, right? No, West, no, he actually transferred from Appalachian State to, to West Virginia. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. So he went one and, uh, one, and one this weekend. Who are the other – who are the they, – they, not, not only Myers, but there was another transfer. And um, I, I know Austin Myers transferred from West Virginia to Missouri. There's another I know transfer. that I forget. Zeke Moisey is on red shirt this year or whatever. He's got the injury thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's so he's on he's red injured. shirt. But um, yeah, there was so much excitement with that program when Sammy Henson took over. You know, then that first year that, you know, Zeke Moisey made that famous run to the finals at 125 and in pounds. And they're back, right? And then all of a sudden – it's like it's kind of fizzled out since then, and not only fizzled out, but they're not making no, progress. It's, it's not even fizzled out, man. They're 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 a bottom tier division. They shouldn't be losing to Cal Poly and Cal State Bakersfield. No offense to those programs at all. No, but th those programs, you know, those programs are operating under funding restrictions, funding rules that you know, or not rules, but funding restrictions that you know, West Virginia, from my understanding, aren't. No, I, I'm pretty sure that West Virginia's 
fully funded, I believe. Yeah. But on top of that, with a nice wrestling room. Those California teams aren't situated smack dab in the middle of one of the hottest wrestling beds Dude, in the country. They're literally an hour and a half away from the Whippeal, which so is the Western Pennsylvania League. They've you got know? Ohio in their backyard. They've got Pennsylvania in their backyard. You know, they're close to New Jersey, you know, Michigan. All, I mean, all those states where you get a lot of good wrestlers from. So, what, what's Dude, up? West Virginia was better before Henson got there. Ooh, almost. Man. Like, so to say he's on the hot seat, yeah. Do you think the administration would make a change? you think they care enough to make a change? I'm not sure they care enough. And that's, that's the, big, the bad that, thing. You know what? That, that that's is the, a, it's the biggest that is a That is a topic and conversation that, you know, could we could talk about for hours. But they don't care. They, nope. they don't care. And, you know, see, I, I don't know Sammy Henson. I don't know who he is. I know that he's got a program that is a program that's a huge athletic program. Mm-hmm. I mean, West Virginia basketball has always been decent. West Virginia football has always been decent. Isn't Joe Heskett in the administration there? In the yeah, he's the, he's the AD, I thought. So you can't tell me he doesn't care. I don't I don't know if he's the AD or not, but I, I believe he's in the administration. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, yeah, he's, he's administration. So he definitely He's a wrestling cares. guy. I yeah, mean, they, they, there's got to be somebody in there that cares. He's on the hot seat. I totally uh, agree with you there. I think he is on the hot seat um, if the administration does care. Um, I hate to see that. I hate to see some of these um, you they know, gotta perennial care, right? bad programs because in, in our sport, in this sport that we love, those programs that are that are bad on a constant basis, they're at danger of, like you said earlier, being cut. Here, and here's the difference, man. And I hate to dive into this too much. West Virginia's got to have some funding. Now, I don't know their whole funding structure. Okay, a Davidson or a Sacred Heart, those guys are out there fundraising basically to give scholarships to you know people that place in the state a couple times you know, just to compete. You got West Virginia drawing huge recruits, or at least decent recruits, right? Decent recruits, and then they're losing them. And if somebody's transferring, they're not transferring because they're transferring because of one of two reasons: one, they don't feel like they can be successful at West Virginia, and two, because they don't feel like the coaching staff's behind them. But nobody transferred from West Virginia. Well, I guess they. I'm sorry, they did. We talked about. I that. think there Myers was. I think did, there yeah. was, and I think there was one more person. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I don't have it right now, but I know there is. Okay. So, so yeah, I, I I agree with that. I I hope. I hope they figure it out. Um, do you, I, I kind of think maybe it's a I, – I think it might be a lack of talent. Maybe it's a recruiting issue, which should not be happening in their geographic But if location. it's a recruiting issue, it's still a coach issue. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So anyway, um, so some other notable things that happened this weekend. We had some matches featuring a couple of returning All-Americans um, that we haven't already talked about. Um, two of the ones that really stand out to me was Joey Ward took on Bryce Meredith oh, in yeah. a duel. Um, so Ward, I think, took what seventh last year. Ward took seventh or eighth. Seventh I can't or eighth. Remember for sure, but yep. I, yeah, one of those two. Right. And we know Meredith was the runner-up. Mm-hmm. Um, Same weight. Who won that match? Do you have that? Ward result? won it eight to six uh, in overtime. Meredith taking another loss. He's he's having some bumps this year. You now think? Meredith, he hasn't lost to any bad guys, right? I think I think the one loss that McChrystal. he probably would want back would be McChrystal when he got you know he right. got five or six bagged and ended up losing you know in a close match, but. He continues to lose to all Americans, so he's. And here's when you when we start looking at seeds, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're not just talking about rankings, we're talking about seeds at NCAA's. Meredith <laughs> Mer, Meredith was 14th last year, right, in the seeding game. Yeah, and he's going to walk into NCAA's, and you know, unless there's something that crazy that happens, he's not going to be seated as an all American, right? He's not going to be seated top eight. Right. So he's going to have to pull that same, you know, run off again. And and if I'm one of the top seeds in that bracket, I don't want to see Meredith early. And I'm not too concerned about him, to be okay. To, to be honest with you, no. Now he keeps matches close. He yeah. keeps matches close, but you know he 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 uh, 
he's not winning a ton of matches. I thought after he took second, you're going to get this confidence, which I don't think he lacks, and you're going to go out there, and then all of a sudden you're going to start beating people. Like Kevin Jack did, right? right. Kevin Jack was a nobody, all Americans, then he goes out and just beats everybody. Now, granted, right. he had a bad NCAA tournament last year. I'm going to put that, you know, put that Give aside. A pass on that one. But, you know, but, but that's what Jack did, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then he had close. So he goes out and it, from becoming a nobody to barely losing to Heil last year in a dual meet, like in a tight match. Right. Whereas Meredith, you know, he takes second, and then he goes out and he's, he's well above average, but he's not doing, he's not doing what a person who's runner up would do. Didn't Meredith, wasn't he the one griping about his rankings or something after his losses this year? He he griped about it to flow. I I think at this point in time, he needs to stop griping. I think, and as long as he's going to keep losing some matches like this, he's, I mean, I think his ranking, uh, wherever they rank him, is yeah. deserved. How about stop griping, get in the wrestling room, and figure out why you're losing matches to guys that placed well below you at the NCAA tournament last year? That's harsh, but, I mean, I can't disagree that's, with it. That's, that's my thought. Uh, so one and I we, don't know him. No, I don't know him either. Um, but anyway, uh, another uh, match featuring two returning All-Americans that kind of stood out to me was at 197 pounds. You had uh, Jared Haught uh, for Virginia Tech wrestle Brett Harner. From Princeton I, I when they oh, wrestled. yeah, and he beat him. He yeah, pinned he, him, right? He pinned him. Yeah. Um, I think, and Harner had some... Uh, Harner took fourth at the so Midlands. Took, yeah, so yeah, we he talked lost, about I think, that. maybe... Um, I can't remember exactly who he lost to. Uh, Studebaker, Rotert, somebody That's like right. that. That's right. I yeah. think Studebaker, actually. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised that Hot won that match. I am a little shocked by the, by the pin, to be truthfully honest. You know, and a pin can be deceiving. I haven't seen mm-hmm. the match, so, so maybe, maybe he caught him. You know, like I said, we hate to use the word caught. Maybe he caught him. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe he, maybe he took him down, <laughs> rolled him over, and pinned him. Mm-hmm. Um, took eighth last year. He had a nice, he had a nice draw. You know, congratulations. To Higher Princeton. than I ever took. Yeah. Congrat- <laughs> okay, congratulations to Princeton, all American, first time in a while. I can't see Harner making the po- uh, podium this year. Yeah, I, I, I. He's not gonna have a good seat, it's like, right? I'm, I'm not gonna be shocked if he doesn't. But also with the that weight class, it's not extremely deep at 197 pounds. Who knows who sneaks on that podium? Um, so then another match featuring two returning All-Americans happened for what is this like the third or fourth time they've wrestled this year. Um, Iowa State and Arizona State wrestled in a duel, and of course oh, Valencia man. wrestled Weatherspoon the again. Spoon, baby. Uh, you know I got. You it know was I closer love the spoon. this time though. Five two. You know I love the spoon. He's on my fantasy team. I, I drafted do. him in the last round. I feel like drafting an All-American in the last round. That's a nice pickup. Yeah, I, I think it's a great pickup, especially when he loses to my guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I want to talk about the match at uh, 157 between Dwayne Barnes and uh, Forfe. Well, hold on before we move on. You don't want to talk about Forfe versus Dwayne Barnes. I, no, I don't. I mean, we can, but I don't. But um, he got six points over him. There is one thing I want to address Sorry. from the uh, Iowa State and Go Arizona ahead. State duel. I think, um, you know, the big news out of that match was that Pat Downey came back. He's been out most of the <laughs> Downey year. Downey is. is <laughs> he's a character, man. Dude, follow this dude on any social media apparatus that may be existent. Seriously, I think he's got like a Petsy account. Follow him on that, dude. <laughs> what is Petsy? Oh, you don't know about Petsy? No. Pe- so my wife got me um, a Christmas present, and it's called Petsy. And it's a camera. It's like a wide-angle lens camera. And it's also a treat dispenser. And I have an app on oh, my that phone. Thing? Yeah. Is that the thing that throws yeah. the treats it out It throws to the dog? treats out, and I can see my dog during the day. Um, when he, whatever. But anyways, follow uh, Pat Downey on Petsy as well, because I guarantee you're going to get some good stuff, because that dude will freaking talk some shit. And he, he doesn't censor himself. No, he doesn't. And he's also got one of those dads that gets on the message boards and really? stuff and riles people up. <laughs> yeah. Speaking I want to rile Pat Downey's dad up. Speaking of Petsy, 
I want one of those, but for guys, can you imagine having one on the wall that spits out little cans of beers that your wife throws? Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually gonna set my pets. Never mind. No, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, uh, Pat Downey came back. Uh, he won. He won his match. I think he took on Connor Small. Won by major decision. Um, he, you know, he took fifth at NCAA's last year at 197. Up weight, yeah, yeah. He's dropping down to 184. It's sh- you know we. Why seen, do you drop down? Why do weight? people drop? Why are people moving into that weight class? That's I understand dumb. if you are outgrowing the 174 so pound dumb. weight class. Well, yeah, if you can't make 174, right. like Nate Jackson, right? He, exactly. Yeah, he can't make 174 anymore from Indiana. Sorry. Bo Nickel. Yeah, Bo Nickel. My Mar, you know, I think he went up because Bo. Sure, know, sure. Said, like, hey, it's my weight now, buddy. But Downey comes down, gets out of the 97, 197. The dude's a lunatic. I can't disagree. The dude is a lunatic. <laughs> the dude called Christian Powell's a nerd. <laughs> can I say that? Yes. On air? <laughs> He did. He called him a nerd. I would be he said a, it's finally that the nerd got something right. I would be scared to run into Pat Downey in a dark alley. Oh, I messed Pat Downey up. We can arrange that. No, Pat Downey would be my boy, though. Yeah? Yeah, we'd be friends because like we're both like the same type of people. So, all right, now that he's back, in all seriousness, now, now that he's back on the mat, um, where do you pen, Where do you see him God, in the 184-pound weight Dude, class? you can't pencil anybody in it that way. So where do you see him? I mean, I'm top 15. I mean, I hate dude, you. It's, it's such a <laughs> it's such a deep weight class. Um, I mean, I don't know. We got Miles Martin ranked tenth. If you say Pat Downey and Miles Martin wrestled tomorrow, who wins? I don't know. Exactly. So I don't, I don't know. know. So okay. So how about this? You Talk see him as up. an All American at that weight class? No. no, I, no okay. When I say I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Do I see him as an All American at that weight class? Definitely, he can. Okay. But besides besides Gabe Dean and now I think Bo Nickel. Right. And maybe Dudley because you know he's pretty legit too. Who's gonna all American in that weight class? I don't freaking know. I think it's gonna help him that he doesn't have to go through the Big Ten grind. I I do think that's I didn't true. think about right. that until just now. Right, I I do agree with you there. So so he's gonna have a nice if he gets enough matches and maybe gets a win or two um, against a top opponent. He, he you know he might get a decent seed. And seeding seeding is gonna be the name of the game at Big Tens. For, or excuse me, um, one eighty four national. That's the name yeah. of the game. Totally agree. All right, so let's move on. Um, you said you wanted to talk about Oklahoma. And I Missouri. wanted to talk about Dwayne Barnes over Mike Forfeit. Talk about him. No, he it's a forfeit. <laughs> no, the only match I wanted to talk about is that I thought was interesting is uh, Christian Moody over uh, Barlow McGee six to four. Um, really? But yeah. So Barlow, you know, he's been injured. He comes back. What did he? I don't know what he took at the scuffle, but I know he didn't. Um, I know he lost to either. Mueller or Lezak, or okay. you know one of those guys. So Barlow was the hot the hot topic last year, right? And then he ends up going round of twelve. You know he was a he was a close match away from All American, and then he goes. I'm not sure he's a he's a top top ten guy right now. Um, other than that, I know you wanted to talk about uh, 141 because that's kind of an interesting weight. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was shocked to see who Missouri put out on the mat. Well, no, well, I, I take that back. I take guys. that back. I wasn't shocked to see who they put out on the mat. I was excited to see who they would put out on the mat this weekend, and it wasn't who I expected. And that's basically because, you know, when you start looking at the rankings of, when they come out each week, you know, after Jaden Iron made his debut at 141 pounds at the scuffle, everybody penciled him in the rankings this week. And high, too, right? Top top 12? I th- yeah, I think that's all in the top 12. So I dropped I, him on my fantasy team because I, it's just— You just too, don't know. There's just too much fluidity right. that way. So I fully expected him to be the one taking the mat for Missouri this weekend. So when I saw that they put Zach Sinnon out there, I was shocked by that. What are your thoughts? Sinnon is the consummate backup professional, dude. 
Um, you know, now he lost to Longo. A two-time MAC champ, or a two-time national Mac, qualifier, yeah, and MAC, Mac champ is the he, consummate backup. Yeah, but, well, I mean, he is. He, <laughs> he loses to Longo, who's not a bad wrestler from Oklahoma, I tell nah. you what. Loses him two to one. But why, why isn't um, Manley out there, or why isn't Ironman out there? Well, do you think Manley might st- might, might have re-injured himself at okay. Scuffle? I'm it, just saying maybe. Or even before then. Yeah, or even he, before then. Because I know they wrestled in, there was two duels. The, the Manley came back for two duels. He wrestled the first one, didn't wrestle the second one. And then he goes out and you know doesn't even place it. The scuffle. I just but don't understand why we didn't see Ironman out there. Why where's Ironman? Do you I think? Don't know. Do you think maybe that him wrestling up at 141 was a temporary? Him, we might see him back at 133. It's not out of the question. He's he's not lost that um, that uh, certification. No, I don't think it's out of the question. I think. Um, you and I both thought when we saw him in person or you know he live, huge, he looked dude. huge for 133. And his performances against good guys at 133 quite like the top guys, yeah, right? like indicated that he was struggling with that weight class. And I mean, he actually lost a cut. random. He lost like a, I think he lost a, uh, a dude from App State, like a you know like a match like right, that. Right. Yeah. So I I don't know if we I, I guess we could see him back at 133. I don't know if I would expect it right now. It kind of surprised me, but I also I was surprised we didn't see him. In, That's what I'm saying. On the mat, Sinnon's a solid wrestler, right? He is. Like Sinnon's gonna start at 141 on a decent amount of teams, and he's gonna start at 133 on a lot of teams. Do you think Sinnon can't make 133, Mr. I mean, six he's foot six two, foot two, and he looks beefier? Yeah, he's six foot two. I I don't see how he ever made 133. I'm six wondering foot two. if almost he said, "Look, I know Ironman's gonna be at 33." Maybe Manley's going to be out. I'm going to bulk up and go 41. Because now he's, he, I think he kind of, and, and I think he kind of put himself in a bad corner there because if he can make 33, he's starting over Ernesti. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I, I don't think Ernesti is the answer at 133 based off of what we've seen from him since he since he's been out there. Um, I don't know who they're going to put out at 141. I, I, I guess it's just another interesting story that we get to follow. Yeah. So, all right, that's before, all I got there, man. Before we wrap things up today, let's just talk about our Ohio University Bobcat boys. Our, our um, Bobcats got a nice win over Eastern Michigan. Um, I don't have the exact box score in front of me. I wish I did. I'm sorry, Brandon. I wasn't quite ready for that. But I think they beat him like 24 to 12. Um, yeah, no, you're you're right. It was twenty to thirteen. Right, Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. No, go ahead. Go it, ahead. it was twenty to thirteen. They got a nice win Friday against Eastern Michigan. Um, I Sha- think there was a nice uh, match at twenty. Was it, what happened between Gonzer and uh, Shakur? Shakur won the match. I think it was four to one. Um, Shakur's looking good. We talked about him earlier. You know, he. he Do you had think that- he made me sneak on the podium? And the reason why I ask that is because twenty five after like the top four or five guys. I think, I think it's, it's a toss-up. I, I think it's seeding. Right, I think, I think it's, it's a, a toss-up. It's, it's, and he's doing his thing for seeding. I agree completely. By my count, Shakur only has four losses on the year. I think he's lost to Chrysler. Um, he's lost to Tay Rao from American. He lost to Sebastian Rivera, which was kind of an outlier. But he's a red um, shirt, so. Right, you know, when they wrestled Northwestern. And then he also took a loss to the backup at 125 from Missouri, Aaron Acid. Yeah. So other than that, though, he's beat everybody else. He's had some, some nice wins. The Jimenez uh, win was nice. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think I think he's definitely in the discussion for an All American. I think he's a discussion for around a twelve guy right now. Yeah. I will. T- I will ask you this: Do you think that he is Ohio's best chance at an All American this year? Oh, Ohio University. Yeah, I get what yeah. you're saying. Um, I'd have to look at their lineup, but I think he is. I mean, in my opinion, I think he is. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, I w- You know what? If you asked me last year, I'd say it was Cam Kelly, and it wasn't even a question. Right, but yeah, Kim Kelly hasn't had a, hasn't had really much of a great season. Uh, yeah, I think I, mean, I don't think know, he, I don't think he's made that jump that we thought yeah, he I, would I, this I hate year. to say that. Yeah, hasn't um, had that great great of a season, I guess. In fact, I mean, speaking of Cam Kelly, um, so 
Ohio U, they beat Eastern Michigan on Friday. They wrestled Central Michigan today. Looks like they made that trip Did up to Kelly Michigan. Beat, beat Keener? Um, Kelly didn't even wrestle. So mm. um, Keener actually beat Hayden Lee by a major decision. So which was he's, what happened at twenty five between uh, Shakur and um, Shakur beat Fleetwood three to two. Did he really? Yeah. Okay. Then there's so no, he's had a nice week. There's no doubt about it that I think not only does that do I think Shakur gets seeded at the NCAA tournament. Now remember they seed half the half mm-hmm. the bracket, but I think that he's probably their best chance at all American. Yeah, that's a great question, Brandon. I'm glad you asked me that because I would agree. Um go Shakur, man. Go for Madison. I'm rooting for him. All right, dude, anything else you want to touch on today? No, I think I think this that that was it, man. I, I, I that was a fun podcast. It was. We have followed up our Lord of the Rings two and a half hour episode with a hour and 15 minute podcast we hope you guys enjoyed it um we are the inside trip you can catch us on twitter at the inside trip one send us an email the inside trip one at gmail.com hit ben up on twitter at b-a-w-l-a-w ball law ball law baby and you can find me at brando 413 peace out thanks for listening